0: and you'll still get the first month free. You'll also get free shipping on all orders, 10% off at the bar and on secondhand vinyl in-store, and exclusive access to sold-out Rough Trade events. So don't hang around. Head to roughtrade.com club and sign up with the code CLUB101POD. That's CLUB101POD. And claim money off Rough Trade's album of the month today. This offer is for UK residents only. I did for the longest time and I wish that I knew that DistroKid was a thing I don't even think it existed back then DistroKid
1: Support your journey to wellness at B I O P T I M I Z E R S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.
0: Hi, and welcome to series two of 101 Part Time Jobs, the podcast where I, Giles Bitter, speak to musicians, comedians, and artists of all trades about their part time jobs before and maybe during what they do full time. We didn't mean to have a gap between Series 1 and Series 2, but life got in the way and there we were. Six months after Series 1, we're here with Series 2. Really excited to bring Frances from Hopalong on this first episode. Her lyrics have always been amazing and her style is pretty unique, so I was really excited about this one. I got a chance to speak to her before their show with the Decemberists here in London a few months ago. And they've just released their album, Bark Your Head Off Dog, last year on Saddle Creek, which is one of the albums of the year for me. She's got a few good stories about what she did before playing in the band and what she still does. So I hope you enjoy the episode. And here we kick off season two. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and whatever you do to let more people know about this. Thanks for listening again. Now here's Francis from Hopalong on 101 Part-Time Jobs. Signature Brew is the official beer of 101 Part-Time Jobs.
2: I was a house painter from age, I'd say 15 or 14, up until like, it was the last decade, on and off. Like, that's when I learned yeah. of apprenticing, yeah. you
0: know? So it was a kind of active decision.
2: Oh, um, My mom was just like, you got to get out there and work. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was good for me. Yeah. Um, it was my aunt's business, so it was almost all women. I mean, cool. it is almost all women house yeah. painters. It's
0: an it. active job. You know, most people are doing the paint round or...
2: Yeah, like I said, it was really. I mean, I. It was good for me to do something kind of, you know, not too rigorous. I mean, it's not.
0: Yeah. Crazy
2: the way that a lot of construction is. I mean, you know, like I remember seeing like roofers scrambling around on the skeletons of houses and just thinking, God, I don't, I, I don't think I could. I, mean, I, I certainly couldn't do that.
0: So that was your that was your first job.
2: Yeah, that was my first and my only. You know, I would just do that in the summers. Uh, Were you at school? Yeah, I mean, I, I started. You know, uh, early. High school, late uh, late junior high, I guess. Apprenticing. Good money. Um, to me, yeah. My mom had me put it all in my savings, which was good. Smart move. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, until I had a car, I wasn't really. I mean, I go to the mall and buy garbage, but.
0: <laughs> so is this um, is this in Philly? Is this, an, is this a suburb or?
2: This is like an an hour. Ish northwest of Philly, kind of like what we'd refer to as the rural suburbs.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. What was it called? What was the town or village?
2: The town that I'm originally from. Well, I mean, I'm originally from New Jersey, I guess, but uh, the town we moved to later it was it's called Perkinomenville. <laughs> Has something to do with cranberries great. or something? Nice. No, yeah.
0: The thing that strikes me about painting houses, perhaps, is the fact that you. I mean, like writing a song, you are creating something that lasts forever. I mean. I don't know. Maybe sort of. Maybe it's a bit out there, but you know that that brush is, you know, that brush of paint, that that first layer of paint that you've done is is gonna last forever. That's gonna be somebody's home.
2: You know, it's funny. Some of the places we've worked, you know, painted were like million dollar homes, homes that I'm sure I'll never live in. You know, where they have a, a, a ceramic shower for the dog. Really nice places. Uh, you know, little home theaters and things like that, and these enormous homes for like two people maybe and uh, that was interesting and you know you'd be painting a room uh, actual colors which was always exciting like we'd, we'd fight I remember my cousin and I kind of like doing a quick toss up or I mean she had seniority over me so she got to paint that one room eggplant I was very excited about that yeah. color but she got that room yeah. generally though since I only work in the summers my the jobs I usually got were um, painting the dorms at the one particular college okay. and it was a college that had a big you know football so we would sometimes paint them you know we, we painted the dorms every summer okay. um and they were you know the football dorms yeah. so they were just disgusting one room i remember well one room you know it, it was july so they've been the, the students had been out for a couple months and there was this carpet you know in some of these rooms and it was very hot you know it would be in the nineties in Fahrenheit and some days on some days and uh, just no AC in these buildings, in these old uh, dorm rooms. And one room there was, you know, this like purple gray carpeting. And on that carpet was just this pool of still wet vomit. And I thought, like, when did that happen? I and mean, it, it's, it should be dry by now, but maybe I guess it's been pretty hot. Oh God. That was right. And in another room, uh, somebody had taken, you know, a light fixture like one of those um clouded, uh, bowl light
0: fixtures.
2: They'd unscrewed it, taken it down, um, peed in it, and then screwed it back in.
0: How would you do that? Uh, with skill.
2: I mean, I, 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 I guess I wonder if they got a shock.
0: <laughs> yeah. I
2: mean, maybe they. Left, I guess the light was off. Wow. I would, I would hope.
0: That's that's
2: a that's not a very nice prank. Um, yeah, it's was, it was pretty disgusting. Yeah. rich football kids, man. They got nothing else to do but piss in light fixtures. And <laughs> so I, yeah, and that was tough because I, you know, painting these rooms white every single summer and knowing that they were going to be utterly trashed was sort of a strange. Because um, I'm not really a speedy person by any means. I, I there's I can't really think of anything that I do very quickly. And with house painting, I, I you know, I, I, was sort of problematic in that I would be very precious in times where expedience is, is yeah. more
0: important. Does that come from like an OCD-ish place? Or?
2: Probably, I'm sure of some of that. I've yeah. got a little of that going on. But yeah. you know, in the beautiful, uh, in the in the um, million dollar homes that have like all this lattice work and um, finer thing, you know, I love doing that kind of work. And I love when you're house painting. I find that uh, my mind can wander in ways that it doesn't normally because I'm doing something that's so physically absorbing that that I know so well uh, that I think differently and I'm, it's almost meditative
0: it's yeah painted shop anything to do with it
2: Oh um, I mean I, I liked yeah I mean I was thinking about you know there were some Old places that we painted where, you know, they painted the window so many times that it just was, yeah, painted shut. I just was thinking of that. Oh, it's just something that um, is supposed to be able to open,
0: be yeah. sealed. Cool. I never, I didn't think of it like that. That's that's very cool. That's a little more literal. Yeah, you know, They little room. Yeah, of it Any yeah. way they like. Well, absolutely. Once it's out there, it's, it's not. It's someone it's, else's. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you um? do you got any story, funny stories from the sort of uh, the, the people at these big houses? Did you meet any of them?
2: Um. God, I wish I could remember. There was one lady just walking around her house. Like, just can I swear? Yeah, close check. Uh, she was just walking around the house, like talking shit on these like other kids in her kid's school, and you know, walking around with a glass of wine, just with nothing to do. I mean, that's the thing. Like, you can make so much money that there's just nothing to do but like go play tennis and talk shit. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm 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 certainly generalizing.
0: No, I mean, yeah. I've got. Met people like
2: that. <laughs> I mean, I, I, there's, it's, it's funny what people will spend their money on. But who knows? You know, if I had a lot of it, God knows what I would do. So yeah.
0: yeah. What What would you do? I know you just said you wouldn't. You don't know, but what, what's one thing?
2: I'd like to think that I'd travel and I'd take my parents out more. Nice. You know, I'd like to think that. that I would met be your mom once.
0: Oh good. I had a show in Philly. Oh great. She was funny.
2: She's she loves the young people. Loves <laughs> chatting it up. With she people.
0: was chatting. Yeah. She was funny. So you were a dog walker as well. Is that right?
2: I was, yes. I um that was for a summer how long was that? It was not very long. I did not last in that job. My boss was younger than me. It was her business. I was I guess I was twenty three. So she was like twenty one. And um, she she had taken these dogs on that uh must have been rejected from other dog walking agencies because a lot of them some of them were wonderful i mean there was a pair of burmese mountain dogs were huge i wish i could remember their names very regal looking and i loved walking them rose and something no, anyway it doesn't matter but there were other dogs that i would walk that were just maniacs you know dogs that were crated up all day by uh their owners who were often students and just gone all the time and So I'd get these anxious, crazed dogs. Not being trained in in training dogs, like not having received an education in dog Mm -hmm. training. So I would find myself in these these moments of crisis and just having no idea what to do and being fortunate enough that a passerby would help me out with a crazed dog. (laughs) And she would, you know... She would pull off and pay me like she would me money by the end. I, just, I didn't care anymore. I just quit. Like, oh, that's I left the worst. keys on her desk. I just said like, goodbye. <laughs> yeah,
0: there's nothing yeah. worse than chasing people up for, for money.
2: She was the worst boss I've ever had, but she did open a door for me that was very, very important. In that she got me into running. Um, she actually got me a pair of running shoes, which was cool.
0: Oh, cool, great.
2: Uh, and we would go running together. So that was that was neat. And I actually ran a marathon.
0: the following year.
2: I got super into it. I don't
0: think I'll ever do it again. That's another so headspace inducing
2: thing. Yeah, I mean I never was an active, aside from house painting, which I remember really was not an active person growing up and realizing around age 23 that I could run and uh, that it could be meditative and therapeutic and enjoyable uh, was really a a game
0: changer for me when did those kinds of feelings fit in with lyric writing I mean when did you start writing lyrics knowingly or not you know whether they're poems or not how old were you
2: it's hard to say when it's starting I mean it's so fluid you know I I keep journals I I I do try to write for a while I I wanted to make sure I wrote every single day I'm a little more relaxed with myself now um, because there's so much crap in, in journals I I don't know that i need to write down who i'm meeting that day or where you know where.
0: sure
2: um but it is a good exercise it helps make me feel as though i'm somewhere and that i'll be able to remember i have such a terrible memory so writing is often for that as well just to hang on to some of my experiences so i keep journals and uh there will be times, you know, like I'll try to make a trip to the library and just sit and immerse myself in, in something because I, I certainly don't want to constantly write about myself and journals are
0: usually full of myself. How do you find that with songwriting? And do you ever, you know, write a song when you're like, oh, fuck, that's good. just, you know, I'm just talking about I, every sentence starts with I. Do you ever have that?
2: Sure, yeah, I mean, I've, I, I certainly, I'm, I try to be conscious of overuse of certain words. Uh, I is definitely one of them
0: kind of want to just eradicate it completely
2: (laughs) yeah I mean at least you know you want it to have gravity whatever you know a song is I mean I initially wanted to be a a short story writer um, mainly because a book just seemed impossible to me Uh, yeah I wanted to be a short story author and uh, and I took some courses uh, you know high school and college for creative writing but uh, a song you know you have such a limited space. I mean, unless you want to write, you know, like uh, something like Dylan, like Dylan a Dylan-esque song, um, you have, you have this limited space to say as much as you can, or as much as you feel you need to. Totally. So that's always been my greatest challenge is editing in a way that, cause I've had to, you know, take out lines that I've absolutely been like, in love with, you know, and, and, mm. and actually there was one line that I kind of dragged into, uh, bark your head off because I, you know, I, I liked it so much and that's the Wait, title Bark one? Your Head Off Dog
0: oh cool that's an old
2: line I mean, it's, it's a tiny tiny line
0: about walking down the street seeing a dog that scares the crap out of you
2: well no actually it's it, it, the song initially and I guess I can say now because I'm probably not going to write it but it's not, the song initially was about someone coming home and their parents dog barking uh, and that person just not being sorry for it like go ahead I'll go ahead but uh, I changed it I took the line and applied it to a, a neighbor's dog uh, I mean that's the thing, you, you know. A song, it, it's it's also been a challenge for me to remember that uh, no one can see into my head.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: And a song can be whatever I want it to be, whatever form it ends up as will be, I guess, accepted.
0: Do you mean that in the way that you, maybe yeah, before you know, before you sort of came to this realization, you'd think that oh, you know, I'm just completely see through. You feel too vulnerable.
2: Well, I guess you know, in in the way that I, I I feel like there are rules that exist. Sometimes that that really don't. I mean, rules that you know, the song has to be about this and say this, and then I'll be halfway. i be like, I just can't say that. I, I'm not ready. You know, there's been songs that I haven't been ready to write, mm. and so the song will just become something else. Yeah, and I have to let it and, and have that be. Yeah. like if it's about something very simple and even embarrassing, I, I just have to let it be that.
0: You let it change. What it, changes, it, wants it to be. changes itself into?
2: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I some people get annoyed when people say like, oh, I just let the characters take the story over, yeah. you know, I, I think there's some others that are that's bullshit, you know,
0: yeah. I'm, yeah.
2: I'm writing the story, you know, yeah. to, to give up power like that, but I do think there is a point at which I have to let some of myself go or at least step aside um, in order for a story to um, materialize a little more clearly. Although I guess on this last record, none of the stories are particularly clear, but I wanted to, I, I let that,
0: yeah. it was. Did you find working, working these part-time jobs, working these uh, jobs in your early 20s, were you writing lyrics and sort of you know, hearing melodies in your head at work?
2: Here and there, sure. I mean, I remember a lot of, um, from our record Get to sewn. there's a song called Sally 2, and half of that song came out while I was waiting to get picked up from the train, I remember, I was writing in my journal and just, I happened to, it just was hitting me at that point in time. Yeah. And it's sort of it's sort of a nuisance, you know. Like you want it to hit you when you're sitting down in the coffee shop and you're nice and relaxed with your drink and ready to go. But sometimes they hit you. and it's like, I'm trying to go to sleep. Why is it sitting me? But yeah, you gotta write it down. Yeah, Otherwise, I mean, I a made M-ers. too many mistakes of just not writing anything. Like, well, that's gone forever. It Absolutely. Comes back.
0: And what do you write it down in? Your, your phone notes? notes.
2: Um, I, I sometimes I'll text myself something, but that doesn't seem to work as well. I I, I keep. There's been times where I kept a pad by the bed. I'll have my journal. I mean, I, I do. A, I, I have a journal that I write next to everything in. And sometimes I think when I'm carrying my bag down the street and I have my journal, I, I think like, God, you've a year's worth of ideas in here. You should value this more. what <laughs> if your bag gets jacked?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's. True. I have to
2: bring it with me. I gotta take it around.
0: Yeah, yeah. Was there a real shift of your time ultimately between finding, you know, trying to find these? Part-time jobs.
2: I had to quit. I mean, I worked as a dishwasher and then and, and then I, on the cold line at a restaurant. I had one like in the. I worked at two restaurants, and one was in the in the kitchen. And I had to quit that job because we had just finished. Um, God, that was get disowned. I had to, and, and we certainly weren't making a living. Um, I just had to quit because I was going to leave for a month, and that just wasn't acceptable. Yeah. So I quit that. I mean, exactly. I'm used to quitting jobs.
0: Yeah. if you got good at it? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm great at it. Okay. Um, and at least certain weren't making. You know, I, I I came back from that and immediately started the dog walking job. I was still house painting too, like uh, lots of odd jobs. Yeah, that's another thing too. You just have to be able to be all right with going to different. You know, have
0: tell me have hanging out, of, of hanging out with new people, meeting new people.
2: Yeah, I mean, well, I, mean I you know, a house painting job was great for me, excellent for again for character building, and it's a skill that I I really value I mean I paint my own you know I paint my own downstairs a couple years back I'm glad I know how to do this you know, yeah, it looks great yeah. um, and I really I'm grateful to my aunt for hiring me I mean you know, yeah. could have been working at the mall which I'm,
0: I'm sure would have been tough for real. What, what was the job that Joe said you've kind of still got
2: oh yeah uh, and that is like you know another favourite job of mine I, I host at uh, Johnny Brenda's oh cool you say and, uh, host I seat people and help bus tables and, nice. and um, sometimes food run, but mostly just like, cleaning up and seating people. And, yeah, um, nice place. It's great place. The staff is absolutely wonderful, and most of them are artists or musicians or mm. formerly those things. Mm. And, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, they have really fun holiday parties. <laughs> yeah,
0: great. I mean, I think this is one of the kind of things that made me, maybe me start this podcast is the fact that so many of my friends and you know you guys included and. If, if you if you are sort of feel like you' you know you, the thing you do best and the thing you love most is writing songs is that you can't physically have the job that your friends from school have
2: oh yeah you can't you can't really move up the ladder anywhere mm. and you'll find you know you'll find friends of yours getting raises and and um, more respectable positions and maybe you're still doing the door somewhere doing you know but the nice thing about um, Johnny Brenda's is, is it is you know everyone has a respect for everyone, no matter what their position in the restaurant. I think. I mean, it's, it's kind of that rare that
0: you find that. I feel like it it's is. so ingrained in the culture of so many businesses, whether it be a you know a bar, a pub, or, or whether it be an office. And, and, the,
2: and the restaurant business is generally very competitive. I mean, totally. A lot of people trying to move up the ladder. There's this, but...
0: this, this bureaucratic you know hierarchy thing going on. Yeah,
2: I I really appreciate that. That is not the case there. Mm-hmm. But I think you know you just have to be creative with your time, which is something I'm certainly still adjusting to
0: I've been